Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama watcher wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask, and let's chat Asian dramas. Instead of face masks today, grab your Halloween costumes and let's tell a ghost story. Okay, it's not really a ghost story, but a tale of zombies, a train ride to Pusan, and lots of chills and feels. I'm Drama Geek. I'm Kara the Mokne. And I'm Kay Muse. So today, we're going to be talking Train to Busan, and I, I'm actually excited to, do, to discuss this because, what, two, three years ago, I went with Drama Geek into the theaters to see this, and today we forced our maknae to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and twisted my arm. We did twist their arm. Um, so it was kind of fun, and there's a lot of stuff in the news about sequels and adaptations in other countries, so we thought we'd just make this a big, huge train to Busan ball of zombiness. So, um, first, let's talk about zombies. How do we like how they were incorporated into this movie, and how scary was it? Why didn't you start? Okay, so I just watched it today because I'm a good little podcaster who never procrastinates. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, (laughs) It was it was mostly jump scares. I did skip through a couple of the zombie horde chasing all the live people things. And mostly the zombies were just gross. And, you know, I mean, they are zombies. What do you expect? But just the amount of blood and the thing that they do to their eyes to kind of wipe them out, they make them that milky blue. I don't know why I found that disturbing, but I do. So, but overall, I mean, the story was captivating enough that even though it's a zombie story, I could kind of put that to the side. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why I suggest this one, is because there is more to it than just the rah, 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 brains kind of stuff that we're used to. You know, there's a lot of plot, surprisingly, stuck into this train ride. Um, And I love that. Uh, I personally... I didn't mind the zombies. I remember the first couple of times I did jump when they first start coming on the train and people start, like, turning into flesh-eating monster people. Um, Mm -hmm. There were some jumps. But the thing that really creeped me out the most was the deer at the beginning. That creeped me out so much with the deer, like, moving his mangled body. And, again, that milky eye that you were talking about. That might have creeped me out more than any of the zombiness towards the end. And I think they do have the creepier zombie moments at the beginning, like in the first 30 minutes or so. And then either you kind of get used to it or just they kind of shift that to the side and go more into the plot part. And it gets almost more actiony. And so I appreciate that that happened rather than it just be constant death and carnage. So, so <clears throat> for me, I actually loved that they didn't use a lot of um, special effects. Like, I felt like the actor, especially the ones that toward the beginning when they were first um, establishing that the, the zombie outbreak, I felt that they're extremely talented um, actors and actresses that they use because it's not like they were doing a lot of like special effects to make them look all creepy. Like they really were like contorting their bodies and just yeah. simply being super creepy. So I, I really liked that. I'm not, I, I can watch horror. I can watch, I'm not always, I don't like the chain, like <laughs> you chainsaw. don't like, <laughs> no, I'm not, 
all of the mental messed up stuff, but right. Um, but I do, I, I, I do like um, creepier, you know, horror, weird kind of type things, and so I actually really liked the zombies, and I liked um, that again, like you were saying, that the zombies were incorporated to kind of facilitate the characters and the character growth and all that kind of stuff. So I felt like it was a pretty well-rounded movie that was really yeah. kind of scary at some points and well, gross. Yeah. And that's but. why I was excited to talk about <clears throat> it because there is more to talk about than just zombies. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other character growth, character ideas and concepts that they throw in. And I even cried a couple of times <laughs> and I never expected <laughs> uh-huh. to do that on a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when it comes to a horror movie, this is one of those that if you can get past the first 30 minutes, a lot of people can stomach it a little better than like your Friday the 13th or a lot of American horror stuff where they purposely have a lot of jump scares through the whole thing. Right, right. And so I think this is one of those that, again, even if you're not a horror fan, you can still stomach it and get a good story out of it. So, Agreed. And there's this, um, at the beginning, the the victims were intelligent. You know how sometimes in horror movies, you know, you're like, yeah, walk into the dark room and leave the lights off. That's intelligent. Go right, place right. it by yourself. But instead, they stick together. And like when they realize that the zombies... When the zombies can see them, that's when they go into a frenzy. And so they immediately wet the window and put up the newspaper so the zombies can't see them. Mm-hmm. I was like, yay, intelligent people. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who's our favorite character? But first, just if you hadn't guessed, there's going to be spoilers all through this thing. So if you have not watched the movie, um, either be aware that you will be spoiled or go watch the movie and then come back. So. I just wanted to throw it in there for some poor innocent little soul who comes and thinks, oh, <laughs> spoiler free. No, it's not spoiler free. Um, no, not at I, all. And with that said, who's our favorite character? <laughs> We're so lost without everybody's name written down. We don't know Sorry. who's supposed to go first. I'll go first. <laughs> um, so... I loved Mong Dong Suk. Mm, he <laughs> he's one of my favorite actors anyway. Like he is in he's probably in my top 20. Like I would say he's a firm top, top 20 even though he rarely does lead actor type stuff. He's almost always an ensemble cast character, mm-hmm. but I love him. He's such a teddy bear and he brings that same extreme strength, humor, teddy bearness to this character while fighting zombies mm-hmm. and I just think he is awesome and I think it'd be a lot less of a great movie without his character in here to kind of break it all up mm-hmm. and so that's my choice well, and he's just he's so reliable too like his his pregnant wife who's just like where were you you go beat up these guys go save that girl you know she very much relies on him and it's kind of fun to watch him be dependable I right. guess yeah, because, sorry, Gong Yu, you're not very dependable for a lot of this. <laughs> not in this movie, no. Not that I hate him, but he he definitely... Out of all, like, the heroes yeah. and everything, he probably was one of my least favorite of all the characters. Yeah, like, he, I mean, he sacrificed for his daughter, right, but... Right. But that's a lot less sacrificing than a lot the others did. Even the cheerleader mm-hmm. sacrificed a little bit more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, we won't talk about that yet. But anyway. <laughs> um, so my favorite character, I think, is his daughter. Like, I really did, like, um, Suan, and it's interesting. It looks like that's her real name. So they used her real name for the character name? I don't know. I'm looking oh, on cool. my drama list. Yeah. Is that, was that her name in the movie? I, yes, it was. Okay, yeah. So it's cute. been too long. It's been about a year since I watched this. I met, I remember all of it, but it's been about a year. I skimmed so. through it last mm-hmm. night. I was trying to watch it before my kid, my kids got home, but then like I knew they were rapidly coming home. I'm like, okay, I can now watch this while yeah, they're no. in the room. So I got to <laughs> hurry up through. But so I watched some of the main like important parts and stuff to kind of remind myself. And we, they came in right at the end, and they're like. Why are those people going to shoot those other people walking on the train tracks? I'm like, well, they don't know if they're zombies or not, so they're trying to make sure. Yeah. And then it ends, and they're like, "Was that it?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. But I, I felt like um, she kind of was her dad's moral center throughout most yeah. of it. And mm-hmm. uh, again, like if uh, I honestly feel like if she had not been on the train and he had been on there by himself, like he probably wouldn't have done half the stuff no. that he had, he did. He would have like he might have been more like that curve. one guy yeah. on the train. The yeah, other. That, the one that ended up biting him. That yeah. selfish yeah. businessman. Yeah. yeah, I think that was actually kind of the point to have the selfish guy and then Gong Yu because Gong Yu outgrew his selfishness. Right. Whereas if he hadn't, if he hadn't had Suan, then he would have been more like the selfish guy. Yeah, no. Well, and I was so impressed with that actress's ability. Like, I was totally sold on her character. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. and it had the li- smallest bit of naivete, not really knowing what's going on, not really realizing that her mom and her grandmother were probably zombies. Right. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but that, at the same time, scared for what's going on. So mm-hmm. I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. And I think if she wasn't in the show, I wouldn't have been emotionally invested Mm. because I definitely was more emotionally invested saying, oh, I don't want them to kill the kid, you know, than if Mm -hmm. it was just a bunch of characters. Mm -hmm. So. So my favorite character, just kind of to go off the rails a little bit, no pun intended, (laughs) was the conductor. Mm. Oh, he was awesome. He was my second choice, actually. So, you yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he worked so hard to keep his people safe, to try to get them to a safe place. He just, he tried so hard to do the right thing. And I don't know, he wasn't in for very long, but he was still very memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yet another character who didn't just desert everyone to save himself. So, very impressive. Yes, very. All right, so what's our most memorable moment? What? moment sticks out to you the most i'll take the lead since i just watched it yeah (laughs) and i would say it was (laughs) like just i would have to say it's actually and again spoilers all around but towards the end when the baseball player and the cheerleader when she gets bitten and he's just kind of in shock Mm. and ends up letting her bite him you know it was one of those tragic romantic romeo and juliet endings but it stood out to me because it was like oh why? I like them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can kind of understand. I've always said, like, you know what? If the nuke falls, I'd rather just die in the blast than deal with the aftermath. And I mm-hmm. think if seeing, like, everyone else die, sometimes it's just like, I'm done, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm glad that not everyone did that or else we wouldn't have had the story. But I can see where he's just like, the people I love are dead. 
I have guilt, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. where I'm done. Right. And so just giving up in that moment. So. And it's kind of a horrifying world after the zombie outbreak. I mean, what's left for them? What is the new outlook for them? So right. not saying that he would have given up in despair, but just, yeah, I would be in the same place as Amber. <laughs> um, I think for me, the the image, and then again, I just watched a couple of scenes, so this sticks out more than some of the rest of it. But I think them walking through the tunnel after everything happens and her singing, the little girl singing mm-hmm. as she's walking through the tunnel, because it does give that feeling of like, wow, the whole world has changed. It's devastated. And like, they could possibly be the two last people like, you know, on, on Earth, pretty much kind of feeling. So that would be my most memorable moment. I'm going back and to And it's a my... nice transition, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for mine, I'm going to go for my giant teddy bear when he got bit and (laughs) he Mm -hmm. knew he was going to change and he was so strong willed that he kept the change at bay until everyone was safe Mm. and he kept all those Mm -hmm. zombies away from his wife Mm -hmm. and the baby. Oh, now I'm like going to (laughs) cry. No, No, but I totally cried when he died in this show because it was so heroic. Mm -hmm. And I know Gong Yu did something Mm -hmm. similar with his daughter to save his daughter, but it wasn't quite the same. Right. You know, because he was saving everyone Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just a single person, you know. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah, I totally bawled. And I'm like tearing up now. I'm not joking. This is not fake tears, people. (laughs) It was a good moment. And it led to a couple of other noble deaths, too, because the old homeless guy, well, not homeless, but he was on the train with him and he looked infected, but he was just kind of off his rocker. Mm -hmm. And when the trains crashed together and there was just kind of, I don't know. Do you remember that part where the trains crash together and they're all trapped between the trains? Right. Yeah. And he yeah. holds yeah. the zombies off so that the wife and the daughter can get out. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. So there were a lot of good noble deaths in there. Definitely tear jerking. So would we recommend? Um, I would, to be perfectly honest. Maybe if you're not like extreme lightweight on on scary stuff, but if you can handle like a a battle graphic Chinese drama, I don't mm-hmm. think this is any worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, yeah. the most of the jump thrills are in the first few, like 30 minutes. And so once you get to the meat of the story, I think it, most people can get through it. Yeah, I think it has um, good action. And then also... I mean, you were just crying. Yeah. So it has a nice weighted story. It's not just like you're, oh, I'm going to see a zombie movie with, you know, no, uh, you lots care of action. About these then, characters. Yeah, you, they set it up to where you care about the characters. So. so it's two years later. I still care about these characters. <laughs> <laughs> True. And speaking of someone who only deals in horror light or not at all, <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would recommend it. There would be reservations just because... You know, there is the blood. Like, I wouldn't let my kids watch it. Right. Yeah. Because I know they would have nightmares, but personally, I could handle it. Granted, I had it on a very small screen that I could cover with my hand when it got a little too much. (laughs) So I could just read the subtitles and ignore the grossness above it. But that didn't happen often during the movie. Yeah. So 
I know in the, the news, the last about the last two or three months, there's been a lot of news about Train to Busan 2. Um, from what I understand, it's a different train, <laughs> for obvious reasons, <laughs> a different set of people in possibly similar situations, but it's a different... So is it supposed to be taking place around at, at the, the same, same time, time that the other yes. one did? So it's in the same world, oh. same okay. time, different characters. Um <laughs> I had, I swear somewhere I had heard Song Joon Ki was connected to this, but mm-hmm. that was like forever ago. So I don't know if it actually panned out. I mean, I definitely would watch it if he's in it. Right. I'll probably definitely watch it anyway, just because. Um, but what do you mm-hmm. guys think? Do we need more zombies on trains? <laughs> I, if the same Me people personally? are involved in it, not the actors or anything, because obviously writer, not, director. You know, everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> died. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think so. I think if the same writer and director were yeah. involved. Or maybe well, and that it's something different. I don't want to see the exact same right. plot. Right. But, you know, something, some different part of the whole situation. It would mm-hmm. be very interesting. Like maybe from the military aspect when they have to fortify Busan or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So I'd watch yeah. it. So, yes to the Korean sequel. <laughs> what about the U.S. adaptation? Because nah. I heard, <laughs> I know, I heard that there's like a massive war, bidding war, for mm. who is going to get the rights to make this drama, or, or this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my concern is they're just going to add a lot more sex and gore into it, because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what U.S. does. And that they're not going to keep the the same feel to the the movie. I don't know. I I don't know if I can see them not adding a bunch of explosions and like exploding zombies and bits flying everywhere. Special effects. A lot of special effects. Exactly. (laughs) They're going to over special effect the situation. Yeah. I think. um, I don't think I'd like it either complaint like on twitter is just like can people not watch with subtitles like it's an amazing movie it is just watch it does it. not like, need to be it's remade on, <laughs> it's on netflix you can see it on there but i mean it, it's not in the theaters here i mean well it was yeah it was not a lot of people saw it but i don't know i i don't feel like it needs to be remade into no. an american movie but. So you heard it here. Suck it up, people. Watch subtitles. <laughs> I did not right. say that. that Even if you the... fall asleep watching subs, this will keep you awake. I promise. <laughs> I think you'll get the gist even if you per- don't read the subs. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I I think that uh, just rent the movie. Well, you don't even have to rent it. Yeah, it's on it's Netflix. On Netflix. Or whatever. But, like, yeah. I yeah, bought it Netflix. off of Walmart.com. So when I saw it at Walmart, I'm like, yep, I'm owning this one. And then I gave it away as a gift at a Bunko group <laughs> that Drama Geek came over to. And yes. then I bought it again. <laughs> <laughs> she likes it that much. I do. It's something and I, I want in my And I watched it on library. Netflix today. So. All right. All right. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. We read every blog comment and Facebook comment. There are also great places to leave suggestions for future projects. We love to hear from our readers and our listeners. We'd also love it if you could leave a rating and review for us on Apple Podcast. It's a great way to let other people know just how awesome we are and definitely not part of our ultimate plan to conquer the world. And don't forget that we have exclusive content available through Patreon. 
Come join us for our extras from podcasts that ran too long and our once-in-a-month Patreon exclusives. We'll include the link in our show notes. Also, we want to recommend... Lanky Box, the guys who do K-pop on a zero budget. They are fantastic. You can find yes. them on YouTube. I love them. I just couldn't remember their name. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, and we'll put their link in the show notes. Thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we love sharing it with you. And talking is so much faster than talking.